It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Hey, Macarena! Hi. It's the first time show! <laughs> okay, now I'm ready. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. Guys, welcome to the first time show. We're talking about Lovecraft Country. We got Brett Register. We got Alana Fickus. And we got special guest Chris Michaela. Hello. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm safely. I, I got myself out from under the bus that you guys threw me under <laughs> last that? week on the podcast. <laughs> How was the accident? Uh, were you? Were it you? Was, are you okay? Uh, I'll tell you. Nothing. It, it's sort of like a, like a cold shower. Like nothing wakes you up quite like <laughs> when you get thrown under a moving bus. Yeah. And then uh, quite literally die. But you know, hey, look, hey, if we're talking inter interdimensional travel, like this is the time. Are this you time in one of Hippolyta's <laughs> interdimensional uh, flashbacks? Hey, Brett, I hey. am Hippolyta. Oh, I am Hippolyta. What did you play while you were talking? Your hands wouldn't have nothing to clock about if you had some cock-a-doodle-doos pecking your own coops. <laughs> I want to learn it wow. so bad, but I don't know it yet. I forget it every I week. I told you to stay away from this grand wizardry shit. So, we're watching Lovecraft Country, and Chris McCaleb is here. And it's funny because it really was the last episode when I was like, I'm throwing Chris under the bus here. <laughs> yes. Honk, honk. Yes. Uh, if he hadn't out, come this on this a, episode, this a, he would have died under that I bus. Think, yeah. Oh, no. I think it's true. Yeah. It, I don't know if you guys know, this is a public podcast, and so I, I did hear that. And um, No, it, it, I, I, it's, it, it's funny. It, it's just like Can every it, time you asked me, there were there were extenuating I circumstances. Know. And, and, and I, last last week, I was three episodes behind. So I was like, <gasps> I, can't, I just can't. But now Can I'm, we get I'm, your mom's up, thoughts baby. on you? Can we get your mom's thoughts on you being thrown under the bus live on the podcast? Well, I want your mom's thoughts. On, I want your mom. I want your mom's oh. thoughts on this episode. I do too. And so she is, she's one episode behind, but I think she's going to get herself. Cause now that she knows that I'm doing the podcast, she's going to get all caught up uh, and she's going to have a, a, a hell of a time looking for seems like the first time podcast. <laughs> Um, but I think I'll, I'll, uh, I'll help her out. I'll send it to you. Well, I'm excited you're here. I, you know, I'm telling you, man, I know there was a reason every time and I believed you and I understood, but I was just getting sad <laughs> and I miss my friend, Chris McCaleb, and I miss, I miss you, man. talking about new shit with you. And, you know, that's what this is. We're talking about new shit. We're talking about Lovecraft Country, episode seven, called mm -hmm. I Am. Yes. Right? Hippolyta! Is Alana playing a bass drum over there? What's going on? Can you hear that? It's my foot tapping the ground. <laughs> I just get, I'm just happy. And when I'm excited, it I sounds my like foot we're around. about to, um, oh, it no. sound, sounds like we're about to dive into hooked on a feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me cross my leggies. 
<laughs> Alana, calm the fuck down. I know it was a good episode. You look fantastic tonight, Alana. Thank I'm you. distracted by yes. Chris. You know what I think I she do, looks like? It. She looks like the remember that Robert Palmer video, Addicted to Love? She looks like one of those dancers. Do I have to Google it up? Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> yeah, look it up. Addicted you don't know to that? Love, Robert Palmer. Oh, man. The lights are on. But you're not home. <laughs> You're my Great Do you remember stuff. the Weird you, Al parody? Do you know the song from the Love Actually movie? Uh, this is what you think I look like. Yeah. Isn't isn't he doing a play <laughs> no, on no, that no, look video? At, look at how there's two of them. Oh well, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All do right. You guys, do I'll you take guys it. remember the Weird Al parody of that song? It's called, Was it like addicted no. to food? It's called addicted to spuds. Oh man, this is it, y'all. <laughs> oh shoot, it's so shiny. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah, you need to heavy up on the eye makeup to get there. I know, but... and I guess your hair needs to be darker. Too. And I guess the lips need to be red, but you, you know, it's yeah. 2020. Okay, your hair can be whatever color you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it is on theme. Um, well, we might as well face it. We're addicted to spuds, and I'm addicted to Hippolyta. <laughs> are, are you speaking for yeah. all of us? I don't know if I'm addicted to spuds. Listen, do you like Weird Al? Lots of spuds. Sure. And you're addicted to spuds. Oh, dear. Hell yeah. Um, so, guys, this episode was directed by, according to the Lovecraft Country fandom, was directed by TBA and written by Misha Green. And the head writer. They wrote it together. And Shannon Houston. Yep. Okay, sorry. I did. It, yeah. it sounded like you were done speaking. It's not just me. It sounded well, you like you'd finished. Know when you're talking to me. Y'all hands wouldn't have. <laughs> Y'all hands wouldn't have. <laughs> Y'all hands wouldn't have. No... Y'all hands wouldn't have um, nothing to call so cluck anyway, about. So uh, can I just say right off the bat, just to get the ball rolling here, uh, I think this episode... I'm glad we're back to the main storyline because the last episode was like a hard left for, for a second, which is fine, Big time. but it was a hard left and I'm glad we're back to the, to Letty and, and tick and what's going on there. Um, and I thought it was, I thought it, I enjoyed this episode more than the last one. This was my least favorite episode of the whole season. <gasps> Oh, I was gonna say why? this is my favorite episode so far. I'm not surprised, I, but it might be here's the thing. Reasons. Let me let me let me dive in, and then we can Don't talk about it. good things. I I felt like this episode never gave us an opportunity to feel anything because it was too busy telling us exactly what was happening and what we should be feeling, and we didn't get a chance to like see her character growth or see her go through those journeys because she was just telling us that she was going and through them. This is my and it complaint made them much about less the other. impactful. What you just said was my and I believe ours, Steve, complaint about the other episodes. What how come our brains are so different? Well, I get it. I get it. You know, that's the beauty of us. <laughs> that's <wild laughs> and that's the beauty breath. of us. Um, but I actually think that's a valid criticism sure. despite the fact that I I also really enjoyed this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I, and to add to what you're saying, Brett, and this show that I, I know this is my first time on the podcast, and I know you guys have talked a little bit, but it, I, the show has been marked with like very bold, I think usually home run music choices yeah. where you're like, what? Whose idea was that? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And, and this, and then, and, but sometimes the score 
can be a little heavy handed. And in this episode, especially, I thought the, the score was to, to what Brett is saying, really telling you like, this is how you're supposed to feel right. at mm. pretty much every moment. Right. And it was a little too much. That's so I, true, I though. I feel like... Even though I really like this episode. And I really liked it, too, but it's there's obviously, like, issues with the writing, and there's issues with um, kind of, like, passages of, some of time the, and some of the... Some of the storytelling in general. Some of the storytelling like, in I, general. Like, what Brett said, I think, goes for probably the whole series. So far, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, I, I still think... Yeah, but I haven't like, felt it. Like, this felt strange. It felt like there wasn't... Um, I don't know. I don't want to like speak for anybody, but I'm like, it feels like it felt like the script got rushed and they were like, we have, we have so many different scenes to hit mm. and so many different locations in this episode. We kind of just have to go with it. And it didn't have a progression. It wasn't like she was shocked because we're talking about, you know, is this the forties, fifties? Did we ever land on exactly yeah, when 50, it is? 50s, right? 54, I believe. 50s. The year. So she's in this totally modern spaceship. She doesn't really have time to process that. Then she's back, you know, in France. Doesn't really have time. Doesn't the show doesn't give uh doesn't give her as a character time to process that before she's just in it and she's in, and then we're in somewhere else. Which is you know kinda, what I mean? It's just which is like how they handle it. Doesn't it didn't feel like it built to something where she's like, oh, I'm starting to get a hang of this, and now it's like, there I'm about to have character growth. It was just like every scene was just hard i feel like they're they're handling character growth they're handling all of the like magic and otherworldly shit that way yeah though. but i agree like ruby's character becoming a white woman and then like ripping out of her skin and, <laughs> and then like the next day being like all happy and joyful and nothing bothers her is also very like where was her time to process any of that? Like, we never got to see yeah. her process anything. I, I agree, but I do think that they did a better job in the overall story of that character within the episode because I felt like she was, we kind of knew her a little better. I also feel like Hippolyta, we don't know that well yet. True. Like, the, the, the scene with her and her husband and her experiencing that, I didn't feel like, and I might have just missed it, but it's like I didn't feel like that. I the show had earned that with me I that I had been it, feeling like she felt that way. I guess what it feels like to me is like definitely this stuff comes from a book because it's like I'm sure oh. at this point Hippolyta. Well, we has saw been... the book. This, <laughs> yeah. This episode. yeah. What is that? I love that. What I, I is love that. that. I wonder indeed. if that's in the book. Well, I, I'm, I, who knows? But is the book in the book? It just seems like I'm sure at this point in the, the never story, story. In, in Hippolyta. It's in the book. It's in the book. You know what I mean? I feel like at read this, the book. It, at this point in Hippolyta's storyline, like in the book, you've probably already gotten to know her really well, and you've probably had like offshoots of her storyline already. And in the series, it's like. Okay, so do we have a Hippolyta episode before we go on this journey with her where we kind of follow her around on her journey? And you kind of do at the beginning of it. And it really did seem like a lot of shit happening in one episode. But this show yeah. has been pretty bonkers but so far. And I feel like they they if we're if now I'm feeling like we're going through genres in every episode, like we had our um 
our foreign film in the last one, and then we had our ghost story, and then we had our gore, body gore horror, and now we're gonna get our like slasher kind of stalker yeah. creature story in the Nightmare next one. Elm Street's coming. I feel like since we're getting but all these I've... different genres, it's okay for them to just jump around and not make sense because I just feel like they're trying to nail a tone. And I think they're yes, but focusing more. I on would that. say every episode so far, if you were to just watch last episode, it's the easiest. But every episode so far, I think has been satisfying unto itself. Meaning, if someone were to jump into episode four and just see the, or was it what's the one where she tore her body off? Anyway, if you were to just yeah. jump five. in on that it was one, five, right? Ruby, five, I think. Um, you wouldn't know the bigger story going on, but I think that episode would have been satisfying from a storytelling perspective and that's what this compounding narrative this compounding anthology where it works and this was the first time where i felt like it didn't work it didn't Mm. stand by itself Hmm. i just wanted to publicly uh say how great the term compounding anthology is i I (laughs) said that to you pub privately but i just want i think that that that's what it should be called because it it is that and this show Mm -hmm. is that and i've never I, i I can't think of another example where there is a through line, but they really are anthology style stories. Like you said, they, they vary in, in tone, they vary in genre. And I, I just, I think it's really cool. I, 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 I think it's, I, I think the coolness sometimes covers up for some of the narrative flaws, which there are, of which there are many, but yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm really enjoying the ride. Although yeah. I will say this, it, uh, speaking to Ruby and Letty, like in this episode, they got into some of their like sister drama. And I feel like when you've been through what the two of them have separately been through in the last like, month i don't know how long this has been going on weeks i don't know uh i feel like you don't immediately go back like sister drama is gone like that, that will never have you'll, you'll be like hey we're looking for the book of names like oh yeah well uh i've been i'm fucking a witch and, and i'm a uh, white woman during the day yeah i've been walking around as a white woman. yeah it's like yeah it's it's crazy so i don't think you ever go back to normal life after yeah that. and i don't it's like I, it's like I, yeah i don't like that they're not that they didn't talk about it or even that they're dealing with some crazy shit in their life right now. But it seems like they're doing the kind of like, and I'm really dreading this, but it seems like they're alluding to Ruby siding with Michelle. Is that her name? Christina. Christina. (laughs) Yeah. Lindsay. Those names are so similar. I I don't like that. They're, I don't, I'm, 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 dreading that we're gonna do the whole like ruby's working with what's her name to try to like get some info yeah. on what letty and and tick are doing but you're not excited about ruby to work with anastasia <laughs> I'm, I'm just not excited about letty and i think ruby. that could be cool i'm not excited about letty and ruby's like you betrayed me thing and then we're gonna have to deal with all that Shit well, Letty's we... pregnant, so she's gonna be yeah, upset she's about out a lot. Yeah, but is she for pregnant nine months. with <laughs> Junior Repairman, or is she pregnant with a Junior Repairman? Whatever she called what? him. That's what she called him. She called him Junior Repairman. Yeah. Yeah, because she said that he. That was fixes... one of my clips I was gonna pull. Yeah. But technical difficulties. Spoiler for clips. That she's like, is that Tick? He's the only one not paying for rent on right, the right, side. Right. And she's like, he fixes things around the house. 
And then when she said she the garlic was making her sick, she's like, "Oh, either you're you've got Junior Repairman's mm-hmm, baby mm-hmm. in you or whatever." But um, it was one of those that junior, it was too many things to stick is in. Is it here. Junior Repairman or is it? One of those creatures that was birthed from the cow and the crate and the crazy witch lady is going to birth out a creature from Letty. Don't be ridiculous. I don't know. We've seen Stranger Things in the show. We've, We've seen also perfect seen Stranger, Stranger Things. things. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Don't be ridiculous. But anyway, I don't know. There, there's... I don't know. It's funny how much Bless happened in this you. episode that I wasn't. Know. Hippolyta, like him finding his father with the other man. And then getting really angry about it and feeling like, I guess they're alluding to he's angry about his dad punished him for his dad's faults. Like rather than punishing him thinking he's doing well for his son, he's punishing his son because he feels he's doing badly. And that's uh, much more painful. Yeah, and I think his son just thinks he's a liar. And then he quoted yeah. Bill and Ted one and two. Yes, and, he did. Um, <laughs> I had to turn the volume down. What did he say? He said that bad f word. And, oh, um, oh, Bill and Ted. And they're really giving him more things for us to kind of be in the gray area with him in, like after the torture stuff and the murder and the um in the previous episode, we're seeing him just kind of like you know he's true an to interesting time, character true to, true well, that's, time, what the, that's what the podcast true said to what you know what, what you know masculinity at the time true to that kind of like uh not just masculinity but like c- common perception coming from church going sure sure but, but which I, is not to say that that makes it okay but they said that on the podcast even that they wanted to make sure that reactions were realistic like i think like we've just said, the root of his anger wasn't in being homophobic, but it is still very shocking and emotional to hear that at that time Especially about his dad. in a show, too, that's like being honest with its portrayal of history. Um, history. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, you know, but it's kind of hard to hear in a so, modern thing. And, so hard to hear. Um, and, and heard in that way from a character that we, like, don't want to see act that way and we don't totally. want to see do those types of things so it's really um complex stuff that they're dealing with in this series which is really intriguing and well they they the show great they mentioned something else on the podcast they said his anger is is partly that he's also now struggling with his mom was always like the good angel versus his dad being the bad angel that's the analogy i'm using it's not what they said um and he's struggling with because he asked the dad did mom know and he basically confirms that and he's struggling with this idea that his mom knew about it too. And like, mm. then his mom's kind of also a bad guy for, for the beatings he got and all these things that are just related to this. And I think that's meant to it's be part of the struggle. just a lot for him to deal with. Yeah. On top of all the other shit he's dealing with. And how was that backyard that the, he walked into? That was like a set with all those I, doors. <laughs> yeah. You mean, you mean the, uh, the, the alleyway of forgotten set deck? Yeah. It was like an Instagram it like, setup. It was just like door, <laughs> it was the door, drama department. door, door. Yeah, <laughs> the <drama> department. <laughs> totally. But I mean, I could buy that. There's like That's you know, great. Projects pen fifteen. Or, sure. Or, oh, pen fifteen is killing it. By the way. Um. So good. Oh my god. When are we gonna do that? I I, I absorbed after, it. Save into it for my your pores. pen fifteen podcast. <laughs> we'll do it after Corey in the house. So anyway, um, so I I what I really loved was the way that they handled this like 
time machine dimensional oh, can machine? I tell you what it was? Like, I remember thinking like, well, <clears throat> before you tell us what it is, because Alana listened to the podcast. I listened to the, of, the HBO podcast. Um, yeah. Information, information that you would have never gotten from the episode. And some of it you were right. guided toward. And then it's I like, mean, sure. But you yeah, told totally. me some things that are like, what? Yeah, there are there are definitely um, every episode. There's a few things where you're like, I would never have known. Like the, the Is final time for Alana's thoughts. No, no, no. Not yet. Oh, no. Not yet. But, but, okay. Can I say something Please. real quick? Sure, a, sure. As as the plug, as the host of the Better Call Saul Insider podcast. Of course. Please. I am. <laughs> Thank you for that one horn honk. <laughs> I appreciate. You're welcome. Um, the fact that they put that thing out like the second the ep- I mean the episode is out. That's that's crazy. The the infrastructure they must have and the coordination. Like we don't our ours is like ours is more independent than the podcast we're doing right now. Like I mean, it, it, <laughs> you guys have much more you know uh high quality microphones and stuff and, and we and also have we just do it all ourselves to do this you know and that anytime oh, we want the be- that i just real quick <laughs> in the middle of my admiration for them getting their podcast out very quickly uh that sound of the mummy has become such a part of my life <laughs> in, 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 in a way that mystifies me and others around me it's it's a lot to deal with and i love it so much chris i, I want so your much. i want a book of poetry called sound of the uh, mummy yeah. <laughs> written by chris mccaleb by chris mccaleb <laughs> all right hold on, I'm, I'm gonna write that down i'll get it going <laughs> Yeah, please write that down. Write it down. Uh, Sound of a mummy will be Chris's short and gray bones in a grave. Crix's hey. short. Can we have also Crix's short as a gray bone? I have a friend named Crix. Cricket's short. Crix? Yeah. It's a nickname, I think. Oh. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. He's been sure. dead for years. What do I look like? Her biographer? What do I know for sure? So, um... <laughs> I, I really oh Chris continue about the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy just, I, no that, that was it I mean I was basically like, at the end yeah they record it before I'm sure they do it way in advance yes and and then but the fact that they're able to publish it and yeah not spoil the show like because it, it it's it's pretty difficult like the I the, you guys know this like uh, the iTunes I'm assuming Spotify is similar the algorithm like whatever uh, whatever code has to get written to push it out there and for itunes to be like all right it's here like right. that the, the fact that they can i'm i mean they're hbo they have uh they've got some money they must they must i assume that they, they they maybe they have a relationship with itunes that uh that maybe we we all could use a relationship dude with. hey Actually, itunes that could be true because 100 percent has to be true because chris is up? that's dead on hey, Stitcher. They it's, also it's like must- the minute I refresh yeah. my iTunes and it's there. Like yeah, and they great. gotta make sure that it doesn't like go up before the episode goes up or something. Because it's hundred people could get mm-hmm. all those spoilers or whatever. They open every I mean, episode with like, quotes too, so it's spoiler from the first second. Oh, um, we could have pulled our quotes from that. Oh shit! Except they're not. They, they're not the funny clips. You guys huh? fucking blew it. Um, so <laughs> the, what I loved was like you thought there was gonna be time travel, and instead of like time travel, there was more like interdimensional I can tell you what it was travel well was well yeah what was us, it why don't I just tell, tell you, us what it is I got plenty of notes I just this is a simple say, one 
I just want to say that whatever, uh, like, the visual effects are so intriguing to me in this show. Because oh, so good. some of them are incredible. Mm -hmm. Just the, like, weird, like, rip in space time, just kind of, like, flickering behind. Flickering between, like, Apple screens, Apple save yeah, screens. Yeah, yeah, Apple wallpapers. <laughs> like, that shit was fucking rad. Yeah. And then when she falls in and then she goes on that journey or whatever, that's even more rad. And then, um, and all the effects around that, like, time travel machine or whatever. Fucking brilliant. I loved it. But then you got the, like, bleeding guy and the blood effect looked like 1993 CGI effects. Wait, There's guy? a guy in which Africa guy? that she does a full circle went, around uh, his neck to kill. Yeah. And it just yeah. lingers on him now, and then his head snaps off. That effect. The head snap. Now, Chris. Cool. Oh, you know, hold on, Alana, you said they're in Africa. Now, how do you know that? Because they were all speaking English. <laughs> Why? That's a after, good point, after, though, for real. Did they talk about that on the podcast? No. Because the, the, the official Don't HBO be podcast? Because be she wasn't really in Africa, Chris. She was in a manifestation of an idea that was well, tailor-made for her. Well, that's a theory. I can't argue Also, that. there were so many times during this episode that I thought Alana's face when fashion would come in. <laughs> oh, play. I, was like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to get Alana's to Alana's face. Thoughts. I had that thought too. I mean, we'll I don't have much. Perfect. Well, it's... yeah, but you got to talk a little bit about <laughs> the outfits for God's sakes. All right. Uh, but anyway, the hairdo okay, so from what... the alien woman alone. I Googled it. I tried I to find it. a wig of it. Okay. Couldn't Alana, find one. Tell amazing. us what it was. <laughs> oh, okay. So they said on the podcast, it's not a time machine. It's a multiverse machine. Which I kind of got from whatever like weird coordinates what? we were seeing on the screen. Like, remember every time she kind of like was going through montage kind of training yeah. things, the like coordinates kept changing. Mm -hmm. It seemed to me like those were like coordinates and then time, like what time it was. Yeah, because it looked like it was right. telling Didn't us how many days. Didn't we guess that's what it is? Didn't I love guess that it that's kept what changing that thing was as if, earlier? as if those things meant something to us. Right, exactly. exactly. But, yeah. but, uh, but the, the well, like, I'm used to it being point zero one five five six nine two four. The, the thing so. she had that like had coordinates on it kind of mm -hmm. got us into the coordinates zone, and then that's why. Mm -hmm. Well, but I, I guess thought that, I was but like, that was oh, their is visual this... explanation of like other time. universes and because time you're passage, seeing right? like weird coordinates yeah. that are like insane that aren't like earth i didn't know if that was a fucking jj thing where he's like you got to put numbers in it because people will look up the numbers and try to figure out what they mean right and right then you can put those numbers all over the internet <laughs> they, and lead them down rabbit holes they, they get on stuff. their big like their first meeting about the show with jj and jj's there and he's like i don't care what the fuck you guys do just put some numbers in there anyway i gotta go <laughs> Yeah, do you know, does JJ, he just, he, their meetings already started and he just walks in and he goes, Hey guys, I'm super busy. Star Wars, unsolvable mysteries. And he just walks out. Very 30 Wait, rock. Did he say unsolvable mysteries? What does I that even he, mean? Does he, I, I, look, he's the guy. Look, he's, he's the, the guy. guy. Maybe he wants us to look into unsolved mysteries and get some inspiration from that show. Isn't that on Netflix now? Could be. It just came back. Yeah. We'll never really know. Cool. Yeah. This is it um, came back. Anyway, so uh 
so that's cool. So it's it's uh, it's gonna blur your mind when you finally watch Lost, Alana. I know. <laughs> it's um, gonna blur your mind when you finally watch Rick and Morty and you <laughs> learn about multiverses and and pickles, multiverse pick, machines. men that become pickle Rick boys. Um. So anyway, we want to jump into Alana's thoughts. Sure, I tried Alana's to separate. Thoughts buzzing sound and i hate it oh i'm not hearing We're, it like, if it helps up this like interference and it's driving me crazy i don't know where it's coming oh. from but i hear it oh okay it could I be the crickets outside it. of the haunted house i'm in we could mm. pretend it's crickets it's but just it's something not happening and the on the zoom i don't know why i hate it watch hold on brett mute your audio i just did do it right now it's brett now you no, mute I yours, Chris. Oh, I think it's us. It's, it's definitely here. us. Yeah. You can come back. Yeah, this is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> this thing's its own Mine theme too. song. It's really fun, fun stuff. Um, all right. Well, anyway, let's jump the into Alana's thoughts. How about that, you son of a bitch? <laughs> You know what bums me out? The video version of the last episode has not gone up yet. But it was a fuck of a week, so give me some goddamn time. Oh, Did you say I, this it was took a me, fuckable week? It took it me so long. fuckable mm-hmm. weeks. Everything you said was like a Mad Lib just now for me. It didn't make sense. Oh, my head. Well, you have the floor. Okay, floor, boys and girls. Okay, so I have I separated into clothes and inspiration or inspiration information stuff. In information one, Steve found this out. The motorcycle lady who came by on the motorcycle, her name is Bessie Stringfield, and she is this black woman who motorcycled across America, and it was a first and a big deal and incredible. Want to see a picture? Very cool. For those yes. who are doing the video. I thought it was a cool picture. You got yourself a fish biscuit. Oh, shit. I can't find it. Okay, wait. Well, well I'll and, just and skip it. And if you're playing the drinking game, uh, every time we show a picture, you take a drink. Take a drink, because I'm about to show you a dang picture. Oh, this is her like being like a baby. Pants. A babe in a good way, not baby tiny. A baby. Wow. I know. That's cool. really cool. And she obviously has a great amount of attitude and goodness to be in such a beautiful picture. That's very cool. So she like Forrest Gump style went across the country. That's why I mean, I haven't on a motorcycle, which is way cooler than running. 100%. 100%. She did it like, who are those guys who, uh, who's the guy the from Rough Riders? No, the dude from Moulin Rouge, who I love. Ewan Mickey, McGregor. Ewan McGregor. He did a motorcycle diaries mm-hmm. thing. He's like following in her tails. Okay. John Leguizamo. <laughs> oh, I think there's a delay. I'm sorry. I just heard it now. Damn internet. <laughs> um, the African warrior women are in that p- depicted in the in the show are the Dahomey Amazons. Cool. And those are the same warrior women who the Black Panther t- oh. uh, movie took inspiration from. 
Cool. I almost said cartoon. The seashells around her necklace. So her cool. Necklace. There's a lot of seashells in African like design and jewelry and clothing oh, okay. and whatnot. So I ha- I feel like I mean That's I haven't been to Africa, but I, I I'm gonna guess there's, there's a like lot of little puka shells. Is in it? Yeah, and the huge ones around here too. Helmets. Wasn't there yeah. a scene with? Hippolyta, where um, she sells seashells down by, by the <laughs> seashore. Fuck you. That would also that would explain. I mean, if it connects to her selling things by the seashore, that would also further explain why they're all speaking English. Don't be rich. Did you think it was like it was like? I know this is Alana's thoughts, but it's like in the Star Wars prequels. Like in Star Wars four, five, and six, they all every alien speaks a different language. Yeah. And then in the prequels, they speak English with accents. Not good. You know yeah. what Not though? Uh, can you can I but tell you? But she was on the TARDIS, does... so it makes sense. I was just Wait, gonna say this, uh, Doctor Who does that. We're the just best gonna freeze past the hot take that McCaleb doesn't like the prequels. Oh <laughs> gotta take some time. I with would that. be surprised to hear take? he did. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, um, wow. Uh, well, I I think <laughs> are we still in a lot of stuff? We're in a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, we're still yes. here. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so the the woman dancer in the French place, I think it's clear that that's Josephine Baker because her name is Spoken. Um, but Josephine Baker, in case you don't know, her most iconic image is she because Steve didn't know, so I thought, well, maybe other people don't know. She's the black woman who's dancing with the banana skirt. I was like Carmen Miranda. Who are you talking about? No, that's Josephine <laughs> Baker. That's her like when you most said, when you said dancing with bananas, <clears throat> not banana skirt. So I was like, but my, Carmen my Miranda? third word was skirt. I don't think I remember. I, I don't even know what a banana skirt is. Oh, well, you know. If you've seen the picture. Does anybody, Chris, do you know what a banana skirt is? I plead the fifth. I'm sorry. Brett? I, I don't, I don't is recall. This a, is it a skirt made out of bananas? That's what bing, I was Bing, 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 bing. Ding, really? bingo. Yes. It's banana peels or something? Steve, have you never you seen this? It's literally banana peels. You you acted as though you were confirming like, oh yeah, that girl. Because you I just made you were, it up. <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, Carmen Miranda? I don't know who you're talking Josephine about. Josephine Baker. I'll put it up here so everybody could see. She's, I mean, she's a dancer, yeah. singer, performer. Oh, they're not banana peels. They're full she's bananas. Like, but like every like like the cartoon. first famous exotic like dancer who took Europe by storm. Exactly. I've never seen Very this woman famous. in my life. Steve, let me tell you how many cartoons well, have spooked dead. Josephine Baker that I'm sure <laughs> you've seen as your cartoon obsessor. For sure, you've seen I, them. I, I remember Bugs Bunny Google doing the, car- the Carmen Miranda thing. There, see, there's so much art based off her, etc. And obviously, she does more than the banana skirt thing. I just wanted to point out, uh, if that's the only way you know her, that might be the only way you know her. And other what fruit I- skirts. <laughs> other fruit skirts. Fruit roll-ups. She had a a strawberry pasty. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hands wouldn't have nothing to clock about. Okay, that's all we get. <laughs> I was ready to keep going. Um, she. Uh, but this is what I didn't know about her is that she was also really into politics and was all about she was American and obviously performed a lot in France, as we see in the episode. But she was really a civil rights activist and into all this kind of activism. I had no idea. No idea at all, which is very cool. Um, Super cool. And, you know, that's common that a performer, you don't really know their activism as much generally. So cool. Something to Google up. Um, also, Frida Kahlo. <laughs> Is there in our Whoa, what a scene? Did you 
I didn't expect it to be. Where'd you pull that from? It was <laughs> it was that? from the last episode. What was oh, right. that? Oh, it's right. um, it's when she. Oh, when he screams the... at the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he was like Yahoo, boys. And then he, she split him in half. Yeah. Amen. Split up. Uh, okay. Frida Kahlo is also in that scene confirming in case. I feel like it was a little blurry because to be honest, I didn't think that actress looked much like Frida Kahlo at all. So I was like, mm, did, Agreed. did her one sentence kind of I just think me? if it's historical and there's a unibrow, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I know. Pretty I'm always right. going Frida. Until told otherwise. Right. Fortunately, that worked. Uh, Either that or my eighth grade science teacher. <laughs> but I, I don't think she's that famous. So. Or the girl from Hey Arnold. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Those are the two most famous unibrows. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um, this is my favorite bit of trivia. Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> my absolute favorite. I can't wait to see your faces when I say this. So you know the woman who's like, when they're when she's in the spaceship equivalent, whatever that that weird place where she's like all white walls and she's figuring shit out when Hippolyta's figuring stuff out. The giant alien. The the like giant woman who has the huge hair and comes out like talking to her. That woman's <clears throat> that no, woman's that was name. Not her name was not Dusty. <laughs> that woman's actual name <laughs> was actor or the character. Character. Her name is Beyond Say. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> real. That's a perfect sound effect. Beyond say. Beyond say, and in the podcast they mention her like seventy times. You could do a drinking game out of how many times they say beyond say. That feels like a name they came up with in, in the writers' room and like never changed. Yeah, they just kept calling her. Oh, that's you know beyond say. I mean, obviously we'll change that later, but uh, and then they never did. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Is, it, is she credited in the in the I IMDb hope, as Beyonce? I mean, she has to be. They said her name like 40 times. Every time got me real good in the gut. Nice. So I'm guessing that. Uh, okay, so now clothing-y stuff. Those are all the infos. Yay! I Jackpot. Want... <laughs> <laughs> the clothes, as usual. We get to go to 1920s France, which is my favorite era and my favorite place. Like, I was... To be honest, I was kind of expecting. And how they do? I mean, I think they they did really well because they. But I wish they showed us more of the cool costumes that that would just be what people would normally wear, and not just the like showgirls mm -hmm. on stage stuff. Because any shots where they showed people background or whatever, it was just really dark and out of out of the shot whatever you didn't really get to see cool 1920s stuff. But we got cool like showgirls 1920s, which was impeccable incredible the haircuts and the makeups and everything all the dancing loved it um <clears throat> and i noticed for the first time in this episode well the first time we see ruby outside of a dress she's in some shorts baby i loved that outfit are you kidding me yeah that was flame she looked great she on looked that like her sill. She looked so different that I thought it was a different character for a second. Really? I was like, wait, I mean, it's definitely her. She's definitely wearing a different, a completely it, different mm -hmm. out of character. It outfit. felt out of, yeah, totally. She but, was kind of dressing the way Letty dresses. Exactly. But she's been getting more freedom, so I can imagine she's like 
shifting Loosening in who up, she is. Maybe it's out. yeah, trying out different things. They, they, oh shit! They mentioned on the podcast. Hey, you know. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You got it. You got it. No, 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 no. You well, go. I was, look, no, you hey, this go. Is no, Brett, hey, you go. Ahead. No, Brett, please, Brett, you go. Brett, Brett. Come on. Please. I would love to hear your thoughts. I don't give a hey, fuck. Hey, guys. Long, long time, first time. <laughs> long time, first time. Seems like the first time. Um, <laughs> it seems I, like. I, I don't, I don't, look, I, I don't know. I can't tell you guys how to do this show, like week <laughs> to week. I'm not in charge of it. But somebody, do I do I talk to Ryan Faroki? Who do I need to talk to to get you guys to pull Alana's Emui Bueno as like a clip that needs to be played at any like I might pull that clip myself and just like insert it into my life. The one she just did. Yes, it was it was it was it was Muy Bueno. Oh, I love it. Let's get it in. It was we need to get Steve's chef ki- chef's kiss too, and something for Brett to we put them all. We need the Alana's thoughts song to have that included in it. We need a new version of it. Well, that's the song is really good. It's so good. Anyway, I didn't we mean need to it. end it's with it. it's muy bueno. No, that's very cute. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Ruby's outfit. Oh, um, they mentioned on the podcast that they had her sunbathing, you know, in that outfit when she's talking to Letty. Yes, they had her sunbathing on purpose to kind of. Push. Oh, I didn't see that as her sunbathing. Oh yeah, well I did. So, oh, <laughs> you're is that crazy. what they said in the pod- <laughs> podcast? Yeah, they were like acknowledging that she was like, yes. What else do you call that? Bathing in the sun? I thought she was just sitting there waiting for Letty because well, she saw she was her sitting coming. halfway outside the window in the sun. Okay, but with like okay. all of her clothes on and stuff. Well, How do you know, you? she wasn't bikini in. Anyway, the point is, they said that they acknowledged that that was specifically done not only to make her look like this epic goddess sunbathing. Um, queen of the universe personality, but uh, because they wanted to make sure we knew that she wasn't wishing that she were white. You know how, because she keeps going into the white body. Right. They wanted to acknowledge, like, she's not upset with how dark she is, and the sunbathing was a push for that. So I like that. Hmm. Subtle notes. Although, interesting. I wasn't concerned about that, but I could imagine <laughs> some people being seeing it that way. Um, and the coolest thing about costumes I want to mention is I I noticed this time that they keep putting Letty in these like Asian inspired fabrics and materials, and I never put it together. I was just like, oh, Letty's more like open minded to like cultures than other characters or something. But now that we've seen that episode in Asia, it makes sense. And even this episode, she had these what I saw as they were like cranes and why would fans. it make sense for her to be wearing it though well that's because tick has a thing he's got like a vibe that he he i just think it's it makes sense that it was on purpose and not just like oh mm-hmm. she just likes things like this more like i think it's it's communicating something to us that i didn't pick up on before our asia ep but what would her connection be to the asian inspired i don't know stuff? but i'm excited to find out Maybe we'll find out i think it's gonna be something she's okay. gonna have more of a connection there right, i think all right Wait, you don't think that they're gonna give Jamie Chung uh, credit, single card credit in the credits every week just for the one episode? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, they wouldn't I mean, be. She's big, she'll but be she's back? not that big. I'm sure she's coming back. Hundred percent. Oh she's yeah, she's definitely back. coming back. She's gonna save the day. Is it, I think you guys. I don't know if you guys asked this, but do we know? Is this a one and done limited series oh, or is it we a... asked last week we i mean it, it came yeah, up and said so. like at the and the trailer for the next week it was like three episodes left 
Yeah, obviously I saw that this too. season, was, but it didn't say. Like, I feel like it's one of those know. things where, like, we're gonna get to the finale and they're gonna be like, they got a season, they're picked up for season two or something. Like, they're probably waiting to yeah. announce that. Mm. Maybe. maybe it's the HBO Max of it all that they're trying the the nightmare mm. that has descended upon the HBO family with this Max situation. Yeah, I know be. we're still in Alana's thoughts. I apologize. No, we can be done. <laughs> I'll take my answer off air. Thank you. <laughs> no, I want. I, I wanted to ask about. How is your mom watching this actually? Does she have HBO Max? She has cable. So yeah, so she, I think, I I feel like she got HBO to watch Watchmen be- okay. because we, because of the podcast. <laughs> That's what? so great. Then, Did she like sponsor it? Sponsor us, HBO. Oh, she loved, I mean, have you ever talked to anybody who watched I Watchmen know, and were yeah. like, yeah, it's all right. It was okay. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I've never heard incredible. from any boomers about Watchmen. Well, she loved it. And she, yes, she loved it. And, uh, and the podcast. That's wonderful. But, well, thank you for listening, she, Mom. I think Thanks, she, Mom. That's right. Uh, Thanks, Barbara. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that made him happier. And uh, boy, she's if she's if she's if she's still listening, man, boy, what a what a day for her. And, uh, <laughs> she's going to talk about this at the dog park. Like everybody at the dog park is going to like they're going to go crazy about this. Margaret, everybody. Is she going to play um, this part for her friends? Listen to this. I mean, now she might now that I've been like, look, he's talking about the dog park. We'll let her know. Uh, it's a lot of thoughts. Is really, it's rude. It is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But she's she's able to watch with cable because my mom can't. She still can't figure out how to get HBO. She's like, I spoke on the phone to whatever network she has. Nothing's working, and I'm sad for her. I want to help, but I know. mean, I because I, I I have I told Steve, I, you know what? I'm gonna reserve my Max thoughts until Mac. That some people call me Mac. I've got Max <laughs> thoughts about HBO Max. Oh, uh, which Max. I don't Max maybe. Thoughts. I maybe don't even have to share on this podcast because I don't. Are know these positive thoughts or negative sponsors. thoughts? Oh, Brett. <laughs> uh oh. Anyway, I just watched Class Action Park. <laughs> no, my keep it my positive. clips are complete. All I, right, is that it for your thoughts, Alana? Well, I love the space outfit at the end. Duh, the skirt. Yeah. Ooh, the best part. Solar system skirt. Whoever. Whoever is designing Letty's outfits, if, I don't know if they're building those or finding them. Building. Every it looks piece like they're finding of clothing them. clothing that she wears is like perfect. It's yeah. per- it's mm-hmm. uh, totally. Yeah, the word the, the costume the the costume department is just out of control. Out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody really, looks great. It's perfect. And yeah. they're made. Can you believe they're made? They're even aged to perfection. The fabric is perfection. Everything. Okay. Just like wine. Now, who built who built Tick's body? Because what? <laughs> Jim Henson Studios. Yeah, because wow. Yeah. I feel like the Muppets would be way more popular if they all look like Tick. Just like just Lawrence, super buff just, Kermit. Just like they've got muscles. You're like, I didn't know that those muscles existed. Like, I don't. I don't think I have those muscles. <laughs> He's got a seven pack. It's a missed opportunity. Um, all right. For well, sure. oh, Dana Pink. Dana Pink is the costume designer. Well, Alana, thank you for You're your thoughts. Yeah, she's fucking killing it. Yeah, Bobby. Oh. 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 
Um, we don't have clips. <laughs> okay, Beyonce. So I'm let's... downloading a thing to fix that, but it's gonna take 37 minutes. So <laughs> that's okay. A lot of emails. Maybe somebody we'll have clips by the end of the episode. If not, we'll have clips next week. But yeah. um, because there were some. The good one clips, I really but... wanted to. Oh, the one ahead. I wanted so... to pull was I like my grits firm. <laughs> I missed that I like one. My grits so, firm. I mean, I wasn't able to pull it. Well. We'll probably well, get to that next time or someone else will get them. But it's okay. You're on the East Coast. We'll it's a busy up. time. And we're doing the best we can during this pandemic. So let's just jump into the emails. Look who's here. Fuck your daughter. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Your hand wouldn't have nothing. Oh, shit. Billy Ray. Your hand wouldn't have nothing. Officer Mustard Stin. Time for some emails. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. All right. <laughs> it never gets old. It's so good. What a, what a gift to the world. What, Thank you, Josh. What, what was he thinking? What was he fucking thinking? Did he think what it was going to – do you think he thought it was going to be okay to get that Dude, woman's name Dude, he was thinking, oh, no. Oh, Adele Dazeem. He was thinking, oh, no. Yeah. I have to say something. I wonder if he's, he's probably like dyslexic and stuff. He I have mean, to be. What, did he explain what happened? Was it that the No, he's the a Scientologist. We don't talk about it after it happens. No. All right. <laughs> Let's get to these emails, huh? So we got a couple from last, the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Which so you're refusing to read. I'll read them. <laughs> young Wolfo. Depends on his mood. Young Wolfo sends Young's thoughts. Ooh. He says, and this is about the last episode. This episode was amazing, but I do not know if our thoughts will be extra helpful, but here we go. By the way, Justice is the name of my BB girl. And you don't have to read all of them if it's too long. Love you all. When he says baby girl, he means daughter or like girlfriend? I have no idea. Could go either Chris? way. Chris? That's a good name, though. Hey, what's up? I feel like, uh, I feel like there's paparazzi in here. I know. Hey, Justice, what you doing there, baby He's taking some unauthorized photographs during the recording. The recording. Hey, um, there is quite a lot of thoughts here, Uh-oh. and they're like minute by minute kind oh, of gosh. thoughts. So we're just gonna go That's ahead and too say many thoughts, thank baby girl. For the email, Sorry, baby, baby girl. girl. Moving on. Nathan <laughs> Grumwell, Grunwell sends an email saying, "Lovecraft Country episode six, shortest thoughts, not from where I'm standing." <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Steve roasts them. <laughs> Steve, this isn't my business email. It's my old secondary school email, and it's extremely confidential between you, Alana, Brett, and whatever guest you find on the streets. And the whole audience, wow. I hope. This is by far They're my... Under a bus. <laughs> this, wow. This, this is, is also about the last episode. The indignity. The this is indignity. by far my favorite it's episode also about yet. The Last of Us? The last episode. Yeah. Yet I don't care about Atticus and American Girl now. All I want is Atticus and Bloody Nurse. Weird vibe having your mom mad at you for catching you not having sex and summoning demon powers. Yeah. 
I agree. Miami Dan, can we get another poll on who thought the last episode was the best one of the season? Yeah. And yeah. who thought versus this one being the best one so far? Connor Morris sends an email about no, the last other. episode saying, short email, Lovecraft. Hey, Brett, Alana, and Stee. Longtime fan of the Easy View and this podcast, loving Lovecraft Country, like you, was hesitant after episode two, but as the show has gone on, the anthology style has made it very watchable, fast-paced, and Why? refreshing. It's been... Just a few things in defense of episode six. <laughs> that face freaked me out. I looked back and I thought you had a filter on. Who, me? <laughs> oh. Uh, just a few things in defense of episode six. I'm with Brett. I love the episode, <gasps> but just wanted to maybe answer some of your complaints. You say the episode isn't connected to the large show, but it is entangled with the main character's fate. Tick is seeing ver visions of Lovecraftian creatures right at the beginning of the show and is instantly more accepting of their reality when than the other characters. Jiu's G G U Jai U. I thought it was name? something else. It was like G R. Or anyway, something. her story is certainly going to collide with the rest of the plot. And I was thinking, when she gets that hundredth soul, is that what might summon Cthulhu? Oh, <gasps> could she be Cthulhu? Maybe she turns <gasps> into Cthulhu. God, I, I hope we get G more Cthulhu. G I think it was Jiha. Isn't that her name? Yeah. Jiha. Yeah. You called her Jia? Jia! Yeah, something Jia. that sounds like Jia. Jiha. 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 Do you think the beginning scene was was a vision of the future? I... No. Unsolvable mysteries! <laughs> uh, Max Thanks, sends an email saying, Hey, Brett. Special, special message for Brett. Yeah, yes, that clutch wow. three by Anthony Davis was fantastic. You're not wow. alone. Love I right. Is this, Thank this is you. Brett's what? basketball clutch corner, three? dude. Guys, Lakers Heat Finals. Let's go. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment in Lovecraft Country for sure. <laughs> Wazy Wazzy Jass says, "Don't stress <laughs> over trying to say my name." Lovecraft Country episode seven. So now we're into the good stuff. Hey, Steve, Alana, Brett, and possible guest or guests. Greetings from Michigan. Hope my email isn't deemed too long and thrown in the trash bin. <laughs> this next email comes from... No, just kidding. First time emailer, long time <laughs> listener. Been listening to your show since the Popeye episode. What's up with everybody listening to the Popeye episode? <laughs> Wait a second. Did you guys do the Popeye movie? Yeah. Am I, rem yeah. I, I remember that now. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, Alana, weren't you there? Live. No, Who it was, was Brett I was and Brad. Hours for Kingdom of the Crystal movie. Skull. It was Brett and Brad and Alana, right? Yeah, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was Fuck a man, that was a. I want. I might re revisit that one. Brett, you and your brother's names together is just bread. You're the bread bros. The bread. Yes. The bread brothers. <laughs> um, Registers. So, uh, been listening to your show since the Popeye episode, and for whatever reason, that episode inspired me to go back and listen to the lost episodes while watching the episodes and respecting the format. Y'all have gotten me through the death of a younger brother. <gasps> my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. And some more depression. Our condolences really to you. That's that's yes. terrible. terrible. I'm sorry. 
While I really enjoy this show so far, well, okay, left turn. Here we go, right back to the. <laughs> I don't think this is my favorite show you guys have done so far. That goes to the leftovers. Okay. Oh, wow. wow, even over Lost, huh? That's surprising. Anyhow, I included some clips I found entertaining from episode two, episodes two and three, as well as some quick thoughts on episode seven. Sure, why not? Chill, bro. But feel free to skip them if you're running long. Man, this show is just the perfect level of unsettling. I want to know everything too, Ruby, but I don't think this is that kind of show. <laughs> Did that nightmare imply Letty might be pregnant? Oof, tick. We don't use that F-bomb. Why'd Montrose rip his shirt off? Yeah. Because he was going to fight him. Because why not? Hey, look. <laughs> hey, if I hey, listen, I think I said this to you guys privately. If I look like tick every episode wouldn't is do you think that actor's like hey so i was thinking like maybe my shirt comes off this episode or like uh, maybe yeah. okay and this he, okay. so i'm just doing like maybe like no clothes i'm wearing no clothes here's the no deal clothes. guys yeah. we i see, would like my butt i would lose <laughs> friends over how often i didn't have a shirt on listen i worked really hard on this body so i'm just my character's gonna get so mad he's gonna rip his shirt off and then for the whole <laughs> rest of the episode i'm gonna be shirtless yeah, I Look, think you can I'm make one, that decision. Amen. Have you guys watched The Wire at all? No. No. So I've been over quarantine. I've been watching it with my good friend, Nick Wexler, and we've been watching it over FaceTime. Mm -hmm. And we we I got really busy, so we, we fell off, but we're in season three. But the actor who plays Montrose is very famous yeah. from being in The Wire, yeah. and his character, Omar, is like this like one of the most important and standout characters yeah and it, he he anyway look if i look like that too i would also be ripping yeah the shirt off indeed he's also I'll in boardwalk empire and he's so good in that show too. he's really good at flexing his neck in in a small but a large amount of stringiness that i've never seen before <laughs> he's also so intimidating intimidating he can be very intimidating i feel like well yeah Okay. If he just showed up. Oh no, I'm just scared. Now, right right door. No, I'm scared. <laughs> Tick sure. Omar's coming. Tick sure got there from St. Louis real fast. <laughs> Can't believe Hippolyta went to visit Adrian Vite on Europa. <laughs> I mean, all of wow. these, hundred percent, all of these. This is a very fascinating way to do time travel or, or interdimensional, out, multiverse, multiverse, interdimensional Ooh. travel. Fierce warrior Hippolyta is so fucking badass. Totally. Yes. I love that when Hippolyta figured out how to use the world displacement machine thing, she used it to explore the universe with George. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh, looks like Tick found spoilers for the rest of the series and the comic D made for her mom <laughs> is going to get them all in trouble. Man, what yes. a great episode. Can't wait to see how things work out the next few weeks. Also, my suggestion for the next series for the podcast... <gasps> while we're all still using HBO Max, is Six Feet Under. Ooh, that's not a bad suggestion. Ooh. It's been a long oh, time. Oh, it's so sad, It's just hot. Yeah, it's sadder than Leftovers. Have you ever it's seen like, so yeah. I've, I've only seen the pilot, which is great. Really? And the one of the best very, pilots. The very end, because... Whoa. It was it was shown to because our the, our music supervisor from Better Call Saul Thomas Gulovich, he was the music supervisor on that and he that Sia song, there's a Sia song that is the whole end. Yeah. It's and it's like it's like a coda and it's an and it's and it's like you don't even have to have ever watched the show 
and you're just sobbing. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. So sad. It's, it's a gorgeous it's end. Yeah, beautiful. to such a down show. Like, I mean, I mean, I love it, but it's hard to watch that show. There's a big. It makes distance. me uncomfortable at how real. In and- college, I was trying to date this girl who was a big fan of that show, and she's like, "If you ever wanted to watch it, I would watch every episode with you." And I was like, "Guess we're fucking watching it." Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, "Geez, I don't know how I'm going to turn this into a relationship." <laughs> it's hard to pivot out of. You went through your whole relationship watching that show, probably, <laughs> and you all died together. Yeah, we never officially dated. I'll be honest. By the end of Six Feet Under, I was like, "All right, I think we're good here." Sounds like that relationship was six feet under. Guys, uh, he says, what a great episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can't wait to see how things work out the next few weeks. Also, my suggestion for the next... Oh, I read all that already. Okay, so here's the clips. Hope to see you guys next week. Or talk to you next week, I guess is what he said. Hope to talk to you she, guys right? next week. Jasiu Wisleweski. She or he, we love you either way. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the clips. They provided. And the first one is called, oops, hang on, something's wrong with my damn thing here. First one's called, the music is delightful. First one's called Morning. Thank you, I find it quite pleasant as well. All right, morning comes. Morning time. Uh oh, where is it? Someone clap? No, that was Brett. Someone clap? That was Brett. Where is it? Where'd it go? Someone clap? That was Brett. Okay, great. I guess that's not going to work, so let's do it this way. Oh. Hey, do I have time It literally to say just says good you're... morning, and it's so fast. Let's oh, try that it one more time. Okay. Here we go. Good morning. Okay. We got a good morning. It's All been right. a while. Dang, defining, defining quote. Morning. Good morning. And we have a seasoning, a clip called seasoning. You know, white folks don't be seasoning their food. <laughs> That's a great clip. That is a great clip. Very true. We'll we'll throw it into the mix there. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Moving on. This next email hey, can comes. Can I say something? Oh, please. That was that that email made me think about uh, was the stuff the the sci-fi the like traveling the the universe with George mm-hmm. and how it was very self-consciously like. 1950s sci-fi style planets and 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 it it made me think about the fact that i've i've never seen a 1950s sci-fi movie where there are black astronauts going and traveling the the universe and and i think it's really cool that that they're sort of sort of love you know like they're reclaiming monsters and cthulhu and and the racist lovecraft and sort of adding representation that never existed. I think that that, I thought that was really cool. I thought it was really, really cool. I felt the Me same too. way. And I, I found, the best thing about this show. I found myself saying to Alana, and it sounded like I was just saying the same thing I had said before. But what I meant was seeing the actress who plays Hippolyta getting to be like a badass like marvel kind of like superhero type mm-hmm. character and right. like killing all these like bad guys and oh, doing yeah. cool fighting moves and stuff i was saying i was saying to alana the fact that this show allows an actress of that age of that color to of that female of, of, to, of a female together. that age of that color to be the star of like her own like really cool space adventure and adding on to what you're saying a 1950s space adventure 
is like so cool and refreshing and different and 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 um you know it 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 looks right it looked right it looked like they did it right and it looked right and there should be more of that yeah and i'm just if that's what this whole show ends up being more than anything i can forgive it for the bad story stuff and the bad writing stuff i agree and, because it's just like mm -hmm. a wonderful playground for people to get to like do some amazing stuff that you've never seen 100 percent. but yeah great point chris i don't know if i've ever seen like a warrior type female actress who has less than like a model body either, right right which is incredible and also seeing her dancing up on stage with all those like dancing girls and, uh -huh. and seeing her naked too and, and being like that's normal and chill bro with them and, and nobody addressed it in a bad way and nobody addressed it like you don't belong here or anything it was just like they treated her like she was one of their own and it was just this beautiful moment that i thought was really body positive and really wonderful to see everything pause everything pause love it good point all right chris's thoughts Andrew Whitney says, hey, first timers, <laughs> haven't been able to watch the show on release nights this pa the past few weeks, so I missed out on emailing, but we're back on track now. Well, thank you for letting us know. <laughs> Episode seven was an absolute trip. <laughs> We were worried about you. We need like a sound effect for Steve roasting people in email. It's just like a beep beep. How about this one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, for now. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, but, 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 episode seven was an absolute trip. I really hope this fully realized Hippolyta turns into a badass team member. That's what I was saying when she was like training. I was like, oh man, Hippolyta's gonna come back and she's gonna kick so much ass and help him out. And then Alana's like, hey, I listen to the podcast. And they they basically confirmed that she chose to stay in the space universe on the it's podcast. True. They were like, they if, that, if it wasn't clear, that was her That's choosing to stay. That's kind of what I thought. But they but casually yeah, I was, was kind of hoping that. I her, was hoping that her too. Her last but... line though was like, "What about my daughter?" She's like, "I like, can't." Like, would have been nice me. if her last line was like, "But I'm feeling good and free." Yeah, she's like, "D uh, yeah. needs me," and it's like, "Yeah." How do you say D yeah. needs me? So I'm staying. Like, this. who's gonna take care of your yeah. daughter who is now an orphan? Yeah, I mean, if we're getting into <laughs> right? this, I do like... have a lot to say because the whole episode was about like women. The reason I love this episode and it's my favorite episode is it's all about female empowerment and specifically black female empowerment but like I can relate to the female empowerment aspect like all the ways in which your voice is taken away your autonomy your ability to have your own things and not Reach just be taking care of everyone else like all of that in a society perspective in the way that the patriarchy tries to like crush all that I fully relate and like love this episode and I think when you're talking about I, it's mixed feelings about the daughter. Obviously, we want to feel bad yeah. that that sucks. But at the same it's time, like, tough. if in the way that we see the dad die, we're not feeling so, like, I mean, we're sad that the daughter doesn't have a dad, but we're not like, oh, my God, if he's gone, all this stuff in the same way we're feeling about the mom. And that says a lot. Like, Yeah, but I also feel like if the next episode is about D, Diana, whatever her name is, um, experiencing trauma of like a monster force chasing her and no parents. and no parents. Well, it's probably about <laughs> it's that. Like, it's probably oh, an man. analogy for that. For like, we'll see something like that happening. But regardless yeah, we'll of the see. daughter thing, because that's a debate, certainly, and I think purposefully, it's a debate. Like, how do we feel about that? I think what they did for 
getting a voice as a woman and all that stuff developing was so cool. And they pointed something out that I thought was so incredible that I'm just going to steal a moment to tell you that um, how Hippolyta couldn't claim these aspects of her and like what she really wanted to be and be doing and all this. She was struggling so hard to claim that stuff because she was just forced into these other roles and felt responsible to them. But even her daughter, even Dee, was claiming for her when, when she says in that earlier scene, I think it's episode two or something, where she says she named that comet. Mm-hmm. And then she whispers mm-hmm. it to Dee, but Dee like screams it out and claims it to the room. And then later she becomes Dee's version of this like free astronaut woman. It's very cool, this relationship between them and how her daughter is will- is able to claim those things for her and then she can step into them. But it's nice to see her actually claim it for herself in this episode, which is... By the way, bad. I don't have my glasses on in the darkness right here. I thought this was the shades head being drawn and I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> what is it? It's just a shadow. Uh, it's oh, it's just a, a shadow. shadow. And a monster. <laughs> but I was... I was quite scared for the last few seconds. Well, um, Brett, you are you are in a horror movie. It is. If there's yeah, ever been a reason confirmed. to watch the video version of this podcast, <laughs> whenever it goes up, because uh, yeah. the, fir- the other one needs to go up first, which is always confusing. But you know, we'll get through this, guys. Trust Read me. the titles, guys and gals. Um. Anyway, great great points, Alana. Fantastic. Uh, your thoughts ended a while ago, though. So please <laughs> respect the format. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love what you. I love it. Wait, after the last. <laughs> After that last episode, I, I, I thought Alana's thoughts would start with Steve talks and then. <laughs> Steve talks through Alana's thoughts. This segment is still being defined. We're figuring it out. I'm going to claim myself. I am Alana's thoughts. <laughs> no, no. I was just, I, the joke was because you were talking about um, women being. No, no. The, the joke. patriarchy. And I wanted to be a, make a dumb joke about it, but. The joke. Um, anyway, so Andrew continues and says, however, this new power she seems to have gained makes me feel like she might become some sort of sci-fi guardian angel for Diana. That would be cool. In reference to the other parts of the episode, I have absolutely no idea how anyone's related anymore. I really hope Tick and Letty don't get Star Wars. Also, Ruby has to be a spy for Christina now, right? Uh Uh-oh, sorry it's long. See you next week. Hashtag Yahoo! (laughs) I was thinking that same stuff. What does the verb Star Wars mean? Like Luke and Leia kissing and their brother and sister? No, we're concerned that they Uh, might end up being of the same bloodline. Tick might be related. Because they're having the same dream from an ancestor who should just be one of their ancestors. We call that full Star Wars. But it could be. Christina said to Ruby, there's something about your family. Yeah. Yeah, but if that part's taken out, it could just be because she's pregnant with Tick's kids, so she now has Tick's blood in her because of her belly. But what, that, would that make she's Ruby got part Tick of the something in her. Yeah, well, well. Would no, that make man. Ruby? No, it wouldn't. So that's a whole. Yeah, that's the, However, that's... that could be, and then this could be, and that could be. Um, could it be? Daniel says, fantastic voyage. <laughs> Hi there, one and all. What a fantastic, ambitious episode. After the Tulsa mention of like to think that this show... Happens in a universe connects with Watchmen. Just my personal headcanon. What's a headcanon? I mean... Yikes. It's just, no, headcanon is when you decide in your head that oh, the idea the, is canon? canonical. Yeah, okay. I never have heard yeah. this. And it Sorry, it's, my a, head. it's nerdy shit. It's... <laughs> <laughs> just the it's! 
I feel like <laughs> it, Daniel's having a night. It feel like Hippolyta was meant thoughts. to have the planetary thing only show would actually get any use out of the device. Daniel, I'm having trouble she. with your email. <laughs> Daniel, I'm out of here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Let me read that sentence one more time. It, she. it feel like Hipp Hippolyta was meant to have the planetary thing only show would actually get any use out of the device. Only she would get any use out of the device. It felt like it was meant for her. I I believe I agree with your face. I'm just trying to help. Question: If you could go anywhere, <laughs> like the name, the place, and time. Oh wait, where would you go? <laughs> Did anyone else hear that? It's digital fart. I would probably choose something like the set of Empire Strikes Back. I was just thinking about this. Where? What was I thinking of? Hold on, hold on. I, I was thinking, I'm so man, shook. I would love to be able to just travel back in time and just see that. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Maybe some kind of Beatles thing. Or Anybody something. else got one? While he tinks on it? Brett? I don't know. I feel like we should have already thought about this, huh? Yeah, we really should. I'm pretty should. happy with right now. Any Anywhere? In 2020, in the pandemic. Chris, so Chris Hampel used to ask this question all the time, which was if you could get in a time machine one way, you cannot come back. <gasps> Whoa! So you can go backwards, you can go forwards, or you don't have to. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh, where would you go? I and go. His answer is the best answer I've ever heard in my life. Uh, my answer was I would go back to the dinosaurs, <laughs> and which now I, I understand that I would be alive for about. 10 seconds probably 10 seconds I, I i hopefully would be like that's ah! like like get eaten by a dinosaur yeah yeah but it, in reality the the oxygen level would be so different because of the types of plants that we had back then that we wouldn't be able to breathe so that's the like hardcore lame reality version um, that's hardcore lame and, <laughs> yeah but so i, I guess i want to die i want to die by a dinosaur dinosaur um, that was good. Why do we do a You guys you have to watch the video version of this is to watch them high five across time. This is an interdimensional <laughs> high five. <laughs> Wait, you didn't say what your friend always said. You said he has the best answer. We don't have any time I guess for that. We'll, so Roberto, yeah, we'll have oh to God, find out it. on the next episode. Roberto Abreu. Always... <laughs> Wait, shh. is it? Uh, Hample would would have gone back to like the late fifties, and I hope I'm not blowing up his spot. I mean, this is great. Now, hold on. There's been a movie that has like ruined this at at this point. This is this is like ten years ago that he came up with this, and he would go back to like the late fifties, and in he would go to Liverpool. And he would become the best drummer in Liverpool, so that when they were the Beatles were looking for their new drummer, he would audition and he'd be the Ringo. Except he would go back knowing all the Beatles songs, so he would write all the songs. So, so Chris yeah, the Hample, the drummer it. from the Beatles, would write 
all of the Beatles songs. It wouldn't be Lennon McCartney. It'd be, you know, it'd be Hample. How You're saying that... yesterday has ruined this. How? Would... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that him? I don't think it would work. Do you think that if he came to the band and was like, I've written like fucking 40 amazing songs. Here they all are. Do you think that would disrupt the like thought process that got yes. those men to those Not songs? Not just well, thought process, but, but the but... magic and the chemistry. But here's the thing: he would also know all the other hits. So he, they, so the Rolling Stones songs. <laughs> so the Beatles would just do the, you know, it'd be like, you know, they would do all those songs, and and, and like throughout time, like he would know all the hits from the eighties, so the nineties, like, like and the bodyguard yeah, like, it'd be song, like and, and the Beatles, the Beatles with their hundred and fiftieth top ten hit, Ice Ice Baby, like you know, like don't fear the they'd be like They'd be like, but Hample, what does it even mean? Ice, ice baby. And he'd be like, guys, I'm on when drugs. have I ever been wrong? I've never been wrong. 150 hit singles, I've never been wrong. Wow. I'm Chris Hample, the drummer of the Beatles. I'm the most prolific songwriter of all time. Do you believe in the power of a curse? <laughs> chickens in a chicken coop get in your coop chicken boy i'd go into the future i'd go i'd go like 50 years into the future because by then hopefully things that really suck right now would be better and you won't be able to understand any of the technology that's okay you're gonna be like 50 i'm a quick right 50's right. You're going to be like Blast from the Past. You're going to be, what's his name? Ben. Ben, ben Frazier. Ben You're going to be like Sylvester Stallone ben. in Demolition Man. <laughs> Where's my mom? Wow. Where's, Where's, my my mom? Mom? Where's my mom? Where's my mom? Where's my mom? Steve, did you guys ever make a, did you guys ever make a shirt of Where's My Mom? <laughs> no, but somebody made, uh, I think I have it somewhere. Somebody made like a little, Steve. they made a little painting that just says, Where's My Mom on it. And I can't, I, I where, thought I sent a picture of it to you, it, maybe. I, I think, I think of it often <laughs> that, that like the idea that that actually had, like sometimes That's his in my first head, thought that comes... is, that is what happened. In the movie, which is not, yeah. that's not the case. Remember the first thing he it's, said when he just came out? just people chowing down on Taco Bell. You're doing some Mandela effect to people. Where's my mom? Where's my mom? Remember the scene they cut out of Demolition Man? All right. Roberto, the Zero effect. Roberto Abril sends an email saying, hello, hello, boys and girl and guest. Hello. Wow. Just wow. I really don't have much to say Hi. other than this show keeps getting better and better. Not gonna lie, this episode started out weak for me, yeah. but the last 20 minutes or so made up for it tenfold. Same. Based on the preview for the next episode, it seems like we're getting another doozy. Also very curious to see if you got any clips at all. Nope. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, hey. check your email. Oh shit, did we get a clip? Oh, we got a clip! Okay, hold on, but we got one more email, and then we'll get to the clip. Okay. Israel Chavez Lopez sends an email. You Izzy. How much? Have you had? How much? Have you had? Do you believe? Let us hear one. How much? I was. Have you had? I was in the shower today, and I went out loud to myself. Do you believe in the power of curse? <laughs> <laughs> 
have a we gotta hang out more. We do Zoom have to hang out in the park or somewhere. <laughs> I, it can't. It can't all be dynamic banter. <laughs> where it's like, because every because you never that is hanging when out I, when I say out loud when I respond to the podcast. It's weird. It's almost like it's pre pre recorded, and I'm just listening to it. Podcasts are weird that way. Podcasts are weird that way. Don't be ridiculous. Do you right. believe in the As, power of a curse? Perfect Stranger Things. Somebody needs to pitch that show. Oh, my. Because they're both still alive. onto all the oh, characters. Yeah, from someone things. should do deep fake. I mean, that's fascinating. But also, Netflix is, I mean, Stranger Things is their show. And they're, they're the kings of bringing shows back. Perfect Stranger Things. Late cousin Larry Appleton is still alive. Uh, 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 Balky Bartakamus still alive. Balky's the in the upside down. Are still with us. Yes, universe exactly. crossover. See, it writes itself. It like writes when itself. the Flintstones and the Jetsons crossed. Let's do it. It's it's a Don't it's a two, it's a you know what? It, it is a one season limited series, so they can get uh, uh, Emmy nominations for limited series. Yeah, easier to get. Sorry, limited series like Watchmen. <laughs> Uh, also, if Watchmen was up for best drama, they would have won all those awards too, because it's the best show ever. Yeah, okay. I, we I'll need, take, they, I'll we take need... my answer off here. <laughs> all right, Israel Chavez Lopez says hello, BBBBB boys and summer girl, Ecuadorian boy Israel here. How can this episode be so different from the last one, but still be so amazing? They went full sci-fi, and it was awesome. There's too much to talk about, so I'll just give a couple of my thoughts. Hippolyta is amazing. Yeah. She is so smart and uses her knowledge to get out of problems. We need more black women in STEM. Yeah. I love the mix of retrofuturism with Afrofuturism. It had a unique aesthetic. Yeah. The entire theme of women struggling to fit in society was so deep. Yeah. I already knew that women have to sacrifice so much just to have a place in society. But this episode managed to show me a little bit of how that actually feels. The sadness, the rage, the conformity. It was very powerful. Yes. Same. Um, did you get any, um, what was Beyonce's movie she put out on uh, Disney Plus vibes? Uh, um, it's called Black is King. Lemonade 2, Black Judgment King. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade oh 2, Around the Corner, The Milk is Made. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> You dig of course not. Don't be ridiculous. All right. Milk? What are, are you pooping milk like that movie we just hey, saw? Man. Hey, listen. Look, we've all been there. We've all had some rough times. Rough. What movie? Where they rough pooped times. milk? Pro probably one, Cohen, no, no, it wasn't. Probably poop. one of the jackass movies. Yes, dude. Have no, you they guys shit seen... sperm. They yeah, shit elephant yeah. sperm. Have you guys seen the that movie, <laughs> the the Brigsby Brothers or something? What the fuck? Mom, hey mom, you should stop listening about ten minutes ago. Y'all hands wouldn't have nothing to cluck about if you had some cockadoodles pecking your uncles. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as well. I'm specially interested on Alana's thoughts about this. Oh, I could talk for 200 years. And not only on the show, but on her own experiences. Stay safe, guys, and I hope you're still wearing a mask.
Um, well, thank you, Israel. That was very sweet of you. Good observations. Mm-hmm. Um, Alana, any any continued thoughts? Yeah, I wrote down every woman feels this way, and I relate most to Hippolyta. And this is my favorite episode while I was watching. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Can I say her speech to the husband was so cathartic and important points that aren't often made and what ran through my head no offense to boys and men was that I don't think anyone else except for George would have heard what she said and been like oh you know what you're right maybe that's just my experience but I feel like it's first of all really hard to just understand the experience she's describing but to also be the husband and not take it personally when you are in the same society but being taught the patriarchal side is so hard to separate from from taking it personally like it's not personal it's like <coughs> the construct mm-hmm. that hearing her watching that interaction and him just be like i mean he fights it for a second and then he's like you're right was like i felt like i just exploded and turned into alex mack on the ground just like well that's incredible <laughs> love that point alex for mack alex reference. mack reference yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And I hope most girls felt the same way. And I think this is a really common thing right now for <laughs> for women to be feeling like they're finding their voice. Because like we're at that point in feminism and the shift of patriarchy to evening out a little bit more, hopefully, that it's more about feeling safe enough, safe to a degree as a woman. I mean, you're kind of aware of the things to be concerned about, whatever, but finding a way to be not just like neutral, but be able to actually be present and be your own person and be able to speak and have thoughts and feelings and stuff before age like 45. If you watch all those talk shows and stuff, all these actresses that come on are, you know, important people that come on are always like, it was about age 40 or 45. When I was 50, I was finally able to speak my mind. And you're like... Oh, geez. Like, yeah. that's, it, I think that's our era right now is women being able to not just sit at the neutral, we've, the amount of neutral we've achieved, but like start speaking for yourself earlier. But, you know, Gen Z, so I think we're doing well. It's also just like good shit to see them do in an HBO show that you know, like, a lot of people mm. are watching. Amen. Like, it's just one of those things that's like, hopefully these things empower people who wouldn't normally feel like these things are, um, should be addressed and talked about amongst in relationships and um you know it's it you should just see this stuff yeah. in movies and tv more and that whole scene was very like important and and nails a, a part of our social zeitgeist that kind of doesn't get talked about really on in anything um mm-hmm. and more so for the, the black woman's experience yeah I for sure to mention but just like making, um, saying that she felt so small and she felt so hindered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, yeah, I just wanted so I just wanted to know you were home and safe for when I came home. And it was just like this. And really... seeing him get that. Yeah. And it almost yeah. feels like it wouldn't be something he would have come to the conclusion of while he was alive, but more like in this version of, of, of the of that multiverse version multiverse world she kind of right. created for herself and in and in him realizing that it wasn't real and he wasn't really there maybe um um it was interesting that he came to that conclusion in kind of like this heightened version of himself i totally agree and, and 
I would say also like to speak to what Brett said earlier, because I, 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 I do agree that I felt like the show didn't earn that moment with 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 George and with with um, Hippolyta. But I feel like we have earned it. Like, I feel like history has earned that moment. Mm -hmm. And it, it's it's kind of and I think I said to you guys privately on, on via text this <laughs> is my first public outing hey everybody um chris Caleb, thanks for choosing the, us uh, yes uh, we're on uh, klvc lovecraft radio um no that i i feel like i feel like <laughs> every time it gets me every time i can't i can't get enough of that but it, it's it uh, the, sometimes this show ex is is so much more than the sum of its parts. I guess. Hundred like, percent. I, I think sometimes, sometimes, like, and I'm, I I respect the artists who are doing the things. Sometimes the craft does not add up to what it doesn't. It doesn't reach what they're going for. I mean, the the acting almost always gets there. I, I can't. I'm. I'm blown away by the acting. I agree with that. Um, yeah, especially that woman but, that played but, the aunt or whatever the 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 grandma the aunt's sis lover. Oh, that's a spoiler. No. Let's let him finish. We'll say it after. Oh, but I no. I'm just <laughs> like. I, but I. But I, I would say that the 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 feeling that I get watching this show and the importance of the ideas that they are bringing to the table and that they are pushing out on HBO in, in a super digestible and an incredibly entertaining format in this and, and uh, genre explorations. I don't know. I just, I really, I really appreciate that. And I, and I felt like in that scene as it was happening, I was like, this show hasn't earned it with, with, Hippolyta, like she's, we barely know her. We, we've, I wish we'd gotten to see more of this, but we, we haven't. But this moment, I feel like America, and I mean, I, that maybe that's, I don't know if that sounds grandiose, but I feel like we've earned that moment to be, to say, this is how I felt. And this is the situation that I was in. And I didn't know that I could change it. And now I know I wish I could have. And I, I, I think, I mean, as somebody who has learned in the last few years, you know, you know, that, that sometimes the experiences we have are not the same experiences that someone else is having. Like, I, I think that it's, I, don't know, I think it's really important to continue having that as a conversation and to continue putting that out there and I, I like that about the show that 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 they do that consistently that they keep pushing those things to the forefront i like that i second it all the way i spent the last three minutes face swapping balky's face onto 11 <laughs> from stranger things oh no it doesn't look this is the best i've gotten so far oh, oh no. no that looks so weird i hate that I, but I, I love that it's a, you have to tweet it now. Emotion? Well, send that send Wait, it to the on. thread, please. Brett, Brett, what are you using to do that? Are you D? Are you wait? Are you a, are you Q? 
Are you are you are you, are you creating all the face? deepfakes? Are you Q? Is wait, are you Q? Is Q and deepfake the same? Uh oh, <laughs> oh we lost God. him. We lost him. He's going. He's gonna. We're gonna. Brett's going. Oh, how do I shut this off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I use that same fucking face swap app that everybody's using. Please send it to us. I want to see it. I want to see the, that the finished product of that. Well, uh, wait, but Steve, very you well put said, it really Chris. well. Yeah. You put when we were talking about the boys. I don't know if we said it on air last week, but you were saying when we watched, we were watching the boys after watching this last week and saying how the filmmaking just feels a little bit more seasoned. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like more yeah. developed, like the, it, it just seemed a little bit heightened better a little, if I'm going to say that, but as compared to Lovecraft, like maybe the filmmaking isn't as good, but the content I want to see a hundred times more, even though the boys is good. The Lovecraft content is like, I want that out there. I want 15 shows mm -hmm. like this on every top network. Like I want to see it so bad that the filmmaking is secondary. I guess I just want that. Like it's, it's kind of unfair to compare <clears throat> the boys to Lovecraft country, but it is a new show that we're and it has also currently watching and it is sci-fi and all those things. Um, and dealing with a lot of current topics of social issues and things like that. Yeah. Um, I just wish like, I wish Lovecraft country could, do to with their characters what the boys has a been able to do with their characters which is spend more time with them and give us a little bit more um just give us a little more time with these characters individually rather than like having them kind of all together and learning about them at the same time sort of um i don't know they're doing they're they're okay but there's three episodes left yeah so it's like We'll what, where are they going to go? Can they wrap up this first season story? Are they going to find this book of names? Will they use it to protect their family? And what then... names will be in the book of names? <laughs> I How many Joey's names in are in the book? Rebecca. <laughs> Is it Joey, Sam? Bobby. Uh, uh, Bobby. Uh, Bobby's got to be Craig, in there. That's going to be on James Ackerman. <laughs> Oh, but, I just uh, realized I they're asking they're... her to name herself, and the whole Michael thing's about naming Falzone. shit. That didn't even connect <laughs> to me. I just think that, like, um, they're definitely... That's a good point, Alana. They've definitely just got that. driven home the idea that, like... Um, Everyone drives this one car. That, um, no. They, that, um, <laughs> how dare driven you? home That's driving You know, this one car in the city of Chicago. <laughs> um, the, no, Woody. Yeah, Woody's the only car in the whole show. No, that they've they're really driving home that idea that like magic is utilized by evil people in this world, in this like timeline. And so we're trying to get magic into the hands of the good guys. And I think that's kind of like maybe the the um where we're headed with the characters is we're going to see the good guys take control of magic and use it for good to protect their people and their family. And, you know, maybe that's where we'll go with the end of season one. That's my prediction. I don't think it's bad guys or good guys with magic. I think clearly bad guys with magic and then normal people who have flaws. Because I think they're, well, they're but clearly I'm just trying to point our, out. I'm just saying that like everybody's the, got the not just good. The main characters we're following are the good guys of the show. Like is okay. what I'm saying. Like, Using it in that way. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can get behind that. Okay. You just said normal people. You think there's going to be a crossover with normal people on Hulu? <laughs> I think that would be a really, that would be a hard pivot. All right. Well, listen. Marianne, Marianne, I love you, Marianne. 
I haven't seen Man, it yet. I love you. Oh, no. I'm coming up. I'm coming I love you. I mean, oh, if I had seen the show. It's a real bummer. Oh, is, is it? A I've heard it's a bummer. real bummer. bummer. Uh, all those normal heads normal are, people? are loving. Li they're loving my uh, Connell and Those loving heads. Loving. <laughs> yeah, normal heads. <laughs> the people's people. Wait, um, the clip. Don't. Oh, yes, the don't clip. Don't bypass I'm sorry. our damn oh, clip. We got a clip. I was going to say. Time for clips. Time for some clips. Let's get into that clipperis. Here's the clip. I was able to fix it. I like my grist firm. You, you know this. <laughs> Turn it up. Well, I didn't even hear it. I couldn't hear it. I like my grist firm. You, you know this. <laughs> Twice more. That's a great clip. I like my grist firm. You, That's you know real, this. though. I, I also like my grist firm. You know this. I, I Brett, I totally agree. I I never yeah. understood grits, and then they were uh, demonstrated to me how they could be good, and grits it's only so when they're good. firm. It's I, only when yeah, they're I firm. I had grits this morning. I can eat wet grits. You had grits this morning, South Carolina. Where are you? Oh, I had goes. grits this morning. I had grits yesterday. Did you have grits? Would you go to Shoney's? Did you go to Shoney's and get the? I went to Cracker Barrel and had grits. Yeah, Did Cracker you really? Barrel grits are so good. Yeah, fuck yeah, you man. You sound like my grandma. Did you wear your Cracker mask or what? <laughs> did you buy? What did you, you did okay. you buy a rocking chair? I. You know what? <laughs> I've never bought a rocking chair from there, but I've always thought someday. Yeah, I know. Someday I today will be the so day. Bad. Wait, is this real? Yeah, outside of every Cracker yeah. Barrel, they have all these rocking chairs that you could like sit in and wait for your like food or whatever, and well, then you could they... buy it. You could oh. buy them. They sell them. Mm -hmm. I like my grist firm. You, I've you seen this. people put it <laughs> in the back of a truck and drive away. For sure. Like I've seen a purchase. Yeah. I've always wanted this to get one. This is part but of America. I don't know. I've always much wanted to about. get one, but they're so far away from home. I think transporting them would be impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, they don't have you. Cracker Barrel in Hawaii. No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good old homestyle cooking from the south no. in Hawaii. Spam. We get our spam musubi, baby. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening to the show. Chris McCaleb, our guest, thank you so much for joining us. That's, That's me. That's you, my friend. <laughs> um, please come hey, back. Hey, real quick, somebody, hey, I, I would love to come back. Somebody said Lovecraft content earlier, and I wondered, would we be watching the show if it was called Lovecraft content? Because I wouldn't. I hate that word. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But this is Lovecraft content that we are this creating. This is Lovecraft this content. Is. Yeah. Welcome to this Lovecraft is. content. I am here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I like my grist firm. You, you know this. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Barbara. I'm so glad someone yeah. emailed about the Lakers. That was wonderful. <laughs> that was Brett's favorite part of the show today. What an evolution for this show. Um, Brett, thank you for joining us. Yep. It's like almost 2 a.m. on the East Coast. Yep. And uh, wow, thanks. We, we, I respect your dedication to the show. Your continued dedication to the show is inspiring. Me too. Um, Me too. Thank you for doing that. It's a good show. It's a great show. <laughs> Alana, thank you for your lovely thoughts and for oh, thank you. making this podcast shine. Um, we could use a little shine on these rusty boys. My oh. firm. You, you know this. Ooh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening to the show. Please watch the video version on youtube.com slash thevalleycast. 
um, they'll be up as soon as they go up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> these will always go up on Mondays, so the audio version, audio. so you can always hear that. And please be sure to follow everybody on socials. Chris, you got anything to plug? Oh, man. Uh, if, if you guys, uh, if you have any, uh, if you're making any shows and you're looking for editors, uh, I, I've been living, this is, uh, this is behind me. This is a virtual background. I'm just outside. I'm, 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 I live outside. In no, the I, oh, you I, mean I, us, I, like I, the I mean, three of us, yeah, if we're yeah. making a show. No, 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 okay. I'm, no, I'm talking to the audience. I'm talking to the audience. No, I'm expanding, oh, okay. Brett, I'm expanding my network okay, cool, to cool. anybody who's making a show because I'm an editor and here I am. No, uh, Chris Guys, Caleb on just did blow off camera. It's, it's, oh, it's, by the way, she does, she does cocaine it's, it's, in that, it's, it's, in the episode. It's, 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 when she's cocaine, yeah. Wait, who does cocaine? Cocaine. She, she does cocaine in the, tw uh, Hippolyta. Oh shit! They said one of the things she did on the I when she's in the twenties that like see the yeah she had mm. did a coke. Sorry, thing. Chris, your plug. You please continue. Sorry. Chris McCaleb, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, oh, say uh, hold on, wait a second. Uh, I'm trying to think because I like people keep saying uh, something that was on an old episode. Beyond. It was oh actually it was because I I said it was it was like two hours into a podcast and I was like if you are still listening to this uh, say I listen to you on my right. Instagram I listen and to you still listen people you. still are doing it yes no <gasps> a lot of people that. a lot of people so just so you know a lot of people get through yeah. the whole podcast and and uh, and I what do you want them to say this time? this time I, I still say, listen I. <laughs> I still, yeah, I still. I listen, listen harder. It's, it's, I still. It's listen. the Jennifer. It's Jennifer. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I still know what you did last summer. I still listen you. Can I ask for one? I still listen you. I want anyone who comes to mind that are now at Alana Fickus, not Love Alana Sean. Last name Fickus is F I C K E S. Uh, Love it. I want you to say beyond say. Nice. <laughs> Please comment beyond say That's to nice. me. That's great. I love that. That's great, Chris. Dude, we should do these every week. Chris, thank you. Give people Here some I work. Am. We give them all the free content. They should do a little work while they're at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my gross. God. Why are you having a lot of digital it keeps happening every sales. time. Oh, I like my Chris firm. You, you know this. All right. Well, guys, Wait, thank you so What The last spoiler. The one, the oh, oh, yeah. I, I okay, we'll leave you with a great. The podcast. <laughs> we'll leave you with a great moment. In the podcast, they, they said that. You know how Atticus goes to try to find his aunt and he finds this woman who was living with his aunt, like her, her friend or whatever? Remember? Mm -hmm. Steve and mm -hmm. I po were pointing out how great of an actress she was. She was like so Very natural. great, Very so natural. natural. And I heard on the podcast that this apparently she character was supposed to have been become lovers with the aunt. And that's why they live together. Because <laughs> they were like, in that line where she's like, well, our husbands are dead. What are we going to do? That was meant to be like, we should get together and do sex and live together. You yep. know what? Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. Did you, did you have any relatives in the past? I've been we, This has been a topic of conversation recently uh, about different family members where they'd be like, oh, this was so-and-so. This was uh, her roommate. Or this was, it was <gasps> oh, like just two adults yeah. living together, like of same, yeah. same sex. But but because of the time, they couldn't 
They were just they say they were lovers they were or whatever. They There's were, a great documentary right, about right, right. that on Netflix, but I forget the name of it. It's yes, you'd never guess it. I also watched it. Did you? They were they were baseball players. I didn't see the second half of it, so. Oh, uh, uh, three they identical like, strangers. Um, it was the real story of two of the women from a league of their own. <gasps> no, oh, okay, that's not been... the one I saw. All right, hold on, hold on. You gotta Google it. Oh, I don't have that in my hold on. family Bing history. It. Go to Bing.com and go to that. Yeah, I have your hearing tested. <laughs> Have you had so, your hearing tested lately? <laughs> we tricked you, by the way. Guess the pot's not oh, over it's yet. So it's so good. <laughs> it goes for another hour. Yeah. It's called A this Secret is, Love. Oh, a Secret Love. Hey. Okay, maybe that is the one oh, I started. Yeah. I just didn't get that one. All part. right. Yeah. Welcome to on, after, after First Time Show. <laughs> this, is, uh, they, this is A Secret Love we're live. What do you want to be when you Listen, grow? here's the plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be when you grow up. What's the right? Brett, tip? Brett. You call Brett, should we, should we just start? <laughs> Brett, should we do a uh, after show to this podcast? Yes. Do it. Do no, listen to this, yeah, Alana. Listen, 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 listen. To make you spend <laughs> the night in the cemetery, which I'm sure is totally out of sync. <laughs> okay, wait. Are you listening? That's good. A former All-American Girls Professional Baseball League player and her partner run a successful interior decorating business and keep their lesbian relationship a secret from their families for almost seven decades. Whoa. This sounds like a 2020 series. You should just, just let it happen. It's a documentary on yourself. Netflix. I'm in. God damn it. It's okay. Oh, come on, society. society. We can say that now because now, now yeah. just let it happen. And that's fantastic. Yeah. You display this as a trophy. <laughs> you Can you guys hear the wind chimes as the wind picks up? No, it sounds like you're going to get murdered. It's very you scary. Yeah, yeah. Am I true? Scary. Believe in the power of This was something curse. that a, an old roommate made for me. He made this out of copper. Whoa. And it says I quit my job to make a movie, Wait. which was something that we used to talk Whoa. about doing. But what, is this a roommate or a lover? Just come no, out I, with it. No, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, just live your life. Was you hearing it was a roommate. <laughs> yeah, oh, Lana, have you had your hearing tested lately? Huh? Can you remember the tallest? Yeah, the wind's man starting to pick up. Seen? <laughs> Can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? All right. So well, guys, thank might you. Might be listening. my cousin. Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate you. Thank you to Chris, McCaleb, our guest. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you, Alon Fickus. Thanks for thank listening. You, everybody. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. If you bye. love to go a wandering beneath the clear blue sky. <laughs> 